Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Happy Monday afternoon. Hope everybody's doing well. Uh, John, did you say a lot of people are complaining online about the... Uh getting dark early oh yeah <laughs> i am seeing Shocking. nothing but that for the last few days leading up to it and then uh after the time change happened everybody said oh it's getting dark it's five o'clock i don't want it to be dark now i i must be weird i must be the only person in creation who really likes this i wouldn't go so far as to say i really like it but it works better for me okay. for it to be dark earlier and i like that because I go to bed, I, I aim for nine, let's be honest, about when that really happens. But I like it to be dark when I go to bed. Yeah. I don't need it to be dark at five o'clock. Six, <laughs> six thirty-seven would be okay. But I, but I, I do like it a little better that way. I just, I, yeah, and I couldn't even tell you why. Um, and I'm not just trying to be a contrarian, but ever since I was a kid, maybe it was that excitement of, ooh, that means Christmas is almost here or whatever it was. But when, when you know, we would get out of school at 3.15 in the afternoon and it was already starting to get just a little bit, like you could see dusk beginning, you know, and then 4.30 in the afternoon hit and it was dark out. This is like January, February. Then I, I don't know, there's just something great about that. I just don't like I um I was at Science City yesterday at yeah. Union Station with a little little six-year-old friend of mine. It was dark when we left. They close at five o'clock. And we were playing outside and it was the sun was setting at 4 30. Yeah. Like when we left there, it was dark. I'm like, no, I don't like that for kids. I don't like kids to be getting home with it dark like that, but yeah, I, it's all right. like I said, I wish I could tell you what my own personal reason for it was, but it just has always seemed right to me. Maybe it's just because I'm a night person anyway. I mm -hmm. like being awake when it's dark, so this just gives me more time to be awake when it's dark. Sure. It's, you know, it works for some people, so. All right, speaking of kids and being in schools, uh, you know those little half-pint little cartons of milk that we were all served, well, most of us were served when we were in school at school lunches? There is apparently a shortage of the material needed to make those cartons, and they don't know what they're going to do. It, it means that though we're going to have a shortage of those cartons of milk in school cafeterias. Plenty of the milk in supply, not enough of the material used to make the cartons. I just I thought that was really funny because you said, you know, speaking of kids in school, you know those half pints? And I was thinking, wow, okay, you mean oh. the kids? <laughs> don't, half, don't give me credit. Annoying I remember 2 a.m. wake up. <laughs> don't give me credit for that. <laughs> no, I know, what not on purpose. I know what you're saying, though. And, yeah, um, the reason, boy, uh, boy, doesn't this remind you of the first few months of uh, lockdown mm -hmm. when it was aluminum cans? Remember that? When nobody mm -hmm. could get their hands on aluminum cans. 
um, and this is kind of the same thing, but for an even more ridiculous reason. They said it's as simple as this. We didn't think we were going to need this many. They said that the, the, the demand has outstripped what they thought demand was going to be. I mean, that's their job, right, is to forecast how many of these things are we going to need in the next three months. And they blew it and way underestimated. And because of that, it's going to take some time for them to make up the difference. Um, does need for does this fluctuate? I like how did they miss? I'm glad did you it asked. Change so much from one year to the next, <laughs> right? Uh, and maybe it did. Maybe because, but see, those are all foreseeable things. Because if you were going to say, okay, during the 2020, because schools are going to take up a lot of this, right? Sure. And yeah. and they they mentioned nursing homes and hospitals as well, where you'd see this kind of thing because it's not only used for milk. That's where most of us remember it but also for juice containers and things like that. So um, when it gets to you know, the hospitals and the nursing homes, that demand is going to stay pretty steady. Um, maybe it's going to go up a little bit now because so many more of the boomers are starting to get into that phase of their lives. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's some of it. But again, that's that's fairly predictable. With school, you might say, okay, more kids are going to be in in-person school this year than there were last year, and more kids were in school in person last year than there were in 2021, but it's not like we didn't know that. Right. Yeah, I don't get the change in um, in demand that surprised them so much. What is interesting is what, they're gonna, is what schools are going to do about it now. I don't know how this is going to take a bit for them to get the materials back and get this back on school shelves. Yeah. So now schools have to figure out what to do. So they're just looking now, again, we have plenty of milk. That's not the issue. It's the, how do you get the milk to kids? And so they're looking at just getting um, cups with lids, which sounds like a mess to me. <laughs> yeah. That's, you know? le- leave it to Clarence, New York. That's where my sister lives. Uh, but yeah, they said small bottles of water or cups of milk with lids if the cartons run out. In Lake Stevens, Washington, they said chocolate milk was missing from this week's dairy delivery because they couldn't find enough of the of the little half pint containers to keep it in. And yeah, they're, they're all just scrambling, trying to figure out how to make up for the difference. It's also going to affect um, juice. I mean, anything that comes in those little cartons, not just the milk. So it's also going to affect other things that kids drink. And they're looking at like other ways to, to, so they're going to buy it in bulk instead of getting the little cartons. They're just going to buy however milk comes in bulk and then distribute it differently, like in plastic bottles or in, you know, just some other, some other format where kids might bring, you know, their water bottles to school and you fill it with milk instead. Can you imagine the lunch ladies sitting there going, really? You got one more thing for us to do? <laughs> right. Now we're going to have to start dumping milk from containers into little plastic cups. Is there anything else we can do for you, your highness? So then I wonder, how difficult is it to shift the packaging to plastic? I say as if it's so simple. Yeah. But if you would normally buy your milk from the carton producer out of Illinois, I guess is where this guy is based, could you go to the person that they create the jugs of milk in plastic and say, hey, can you give us half pint in yeah. plastic? You know what I was thinking is the, the little barrels, the little juice barrels. Hugs <laughs> like, is yeah. what those were the called. Hugs, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Just fill those with milk. It'd be weird. You imagine seeing one of those full of milk? That would look completely bizarre. But uh, I mean, I bet it would work. It also, milk has to be refrigerated. Yeah. And so now it's becoming a space for refrigeration issue. This is a mess. Uh-huh. This is a mess.
Especially, this, this is hard to solve. Especially for, for schools because, yeah, you can give them bottles of water, but if you've got a nutritional goal that you have to meet, to, mm-hmm. to, you know, to be in compliance with, other, with whatever, you know, the state of New York or the state of Washington has to say about it. And you're counting on, you know, the protein and the vitamin D and everything else from milk to be able to do that. Now you're shafted. Uh, the USDA addressed that. Uh, milk is required to be served with school meals, but the USDA issued a memo late last month allowing districts to serve different types or sizes of milk during the supply shortage or skip the milk altogether. <laughs> so they got special dispensation. Lovely. Um, yeah, which means for the, the this period of time, it's one more thing that comes out of the kids' mouths. Somebody said, how about the kids have their own cups or bottles and they just use the dispensers? Easy peasy, says this texter. If you have a dispenser. I, yeah, I mean, you, you have to have one first. I know what you're talking about because they have those uh, at buffets and stuff all the time mm-hmm. where you've got that the, the big stainless steel dispenser that has the little thing and you just put your cup up to it and you get milk out of it. Yeah, but you have to go get one of those. And if you're a school district, I mean, Clarence, New York, Clarence is a, a Buffalo suburb. Um, and and they I'm not sure how many schools they have in the Clarence district, but there's probably a dozen of them, maybe a couple dozen. So if that's just one district across the state and all of a sudden you've got 24 of those things that you have to buy, good luck finding them. And what you hope is that um, this distributor is is going to overcome that shortage. I mean, Quickly. they're hoping yeah. within a few months. So you don't want to spend the money on the big dispenser if you're only going to need it, even if it's only for six months or for part of the school year. Then what do you do with it? <laughs> Can you rent one for a while, maybe, you know, and just have them come and take it back when you got more uh, more milk cartons? Restaurants, maybe. I mean, there's probably a restaurant supply store that would have something like that. We'll figure this out. Give us a few minutes on it. (laughs) We'll we'll make sure the milk shortage doesn't actually happen. But no, yeah, they right now they're in a bind. And I just, I mean, for the the company that makes the little cartons, and they were, you know, they were commenting in this article about all of this. And for them to be saying, well, gee, uh, you know, it's just uh, people are demanding more than we thought they were going to. That's not a good enough excuse. It's like, why were you so short on what right. you thought demand was going to be? Yeah, it's not like it's going to go bad. You're just making the cartons. Yeah. You can make a lot, you know, unless it's a storage space issue. I don't know. <laughs> uh, we can go to the phone. Somebody here. knows. <laughs> Look, it's Cosette in St. Joseph. Hello, Cosette. Hello. Hi. Hi. I was going to offer the prisons have five-gallon milk bladders, and then they uh, have the plastic thing that sits in, and then they cut off the nipple, and then they close it off and, uh, you know, close it off, open it up. But anyway, they can have their cups and just uh, dishwash the cups, you know, if they're plastic, it's say that. Yeah, that's check with them. Not a bad plan. Yeah, um, Cosette, thanks. Yeah, as she was talking, you know, I was thinking of aren't the ones um, the big square ones at Costco? Are those two gallons? I think they are. It's it's a gallon and a half or two gallons or something like that. And and they're these big giant things that are hard to fit in your fridge. So if you did something like that uh, and got a bunch of them, but her idea is even better because you think about it in terms of like the Franzia, the the mm-hmm. uh, wine in a in a box. <laughs> You know, mm-hmm. do that and put the milk in those little plastic bladders and put I them was, in a box and yeah, you know, just have it go go at it from there. Sorry, I was even thinking about the big orange, um, like at sporting events that kids get the water out of. Oh, the, they like put the, on the back of pickup trucks. Yeah, yeah, like the big Gatorade thing. Yeah. 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 I mean, again, the issue is you got to refrigerate it. 
but you could refrigerate it until you put it in that big thing and then and then kids could pour it themselves it's just a little spout yeah because you gotta refrigerate the cartons too so if the cartons right. aren't there you've got room just look at us solving problems <laughs> left and right I'm telling you, we should be in charge of this stuff. 913-586-7798 if you've got some more ideas about how they could deal with this because they don't want to do it forever. I mean, those little uh, cartons are good for a couple of reasons. They're good, A, because they're not plastic and, you know, they're recyclable or, or biodegradable or whatever. And they're good because they're exactly the right size. You don't have to worry about as much food waste as you do with maybe a bigger cup of milk. How about Kay and Linux up next? Hi, Kay. Have have a question or whatever about the little containers for milk. Yeah. Are do you know if they are being purchased or are they being made here in the states or are they purchased outside the country? No, the the company being- the company that they said that they interviewed uh, who says, says that they are the leading manufacturer of fresh food and beverage packaging in North America is a company called Pactive Evergreen from Lake Forest, Illinois. Okay, so if it's here in town, then yeah, it was just a mismanage, I would think, as far as inventory. Yeah, they blew it. If it was a purchase item, I could say, okay, you've got shipping issues, you've got custom issues, you've got, you know, you could go down a whole list of things of why something isn't in stock. Yep. But if it's here in the States... Sounds like inventory problem. Yeah, they said, right, and and thank you, Kay. Um, They didn't blame it on their own supply chain either. It's not like they don't have the cardboard pulp or whatever it is that you make those things out of. They do. They just didn't make enough. Yeah. Uh, Phone lines are still ringing, 913-586-7798. We'll be back with your calls next year on KMBZ. Kids in some school districts are complaining because they don't have chocolate milk in school. Uh, we've got the milk, no problem. It's the cartons that we would normally have it in that we apparently have a shortage of. Yeah, and don't have any uh, hope of getting any new ones uh, over the next couple of months. And right now, a bunch of school districts are throwing their hands up going, we don't know what to do. Maggie's in Bonner Springs may have some ideas. Hi, Maggie. Hi, guys. How are you guys doing? Doing well. What's on your mind? Okay, I used to work as a dietary aide in a nursing home. And we would get gallons of milk, and we had to serve 94 residents in this nursing home. So it was just me and the cook, and sometimes I'd have to work all three shifts. And as a dietary aide, I got 94 um, cups of milk, 94 cups of juice, and 94 cups of water ready. It took only about 30 minutes by myself, and then we had this clear plastic saran wrap to put over the little clear plastic cups. I think there were six or eight ounces. You know, you could buy in bulk. Yeah. And fill them up. And, um, you know, for the kiddos, they could even get some students to volunteer and get National Honor Society um, credit for it. They could start building their portfolio, get a good work ethic. And if they want chocolate milk, we had chocolate syrup, too. We could mix up in one of those gallons and, you know, serve that, you know, have like maybe 20 cups of that if somebody wanted chocolate milk. I thought we were good at problem solving. Maggie, You get, <laughs> if we had a prize today, you would get the prize. <laughs> we're way too cheap for that, but uh, thank you. Yeah, well said. Welcome. All right. Appreciate Bye-bye. it. She's Thanks all of them. She's hitting it from every angle. I like that we're solving for the chocolate milk. You and I were just concerned about the milk itself. I like that we're... We're now getting to the chocolate milk part. Oh, yes. Got to have that, especially that, that stuff that they serve in schools that they say is chocolate milk, but it's about as thick as motor oil. That's the really good stuff right there. Let's go to Dave and Lee's sum it up next. Hi, Dave. Hi, how you doing? Couldn't be better, Great. Dave. What's on your mind? Well, you're missing the boat on this. They could uh, package that milk in those little foil containers like Capri Sun. Uh-huh. The straws attached. The kids would love it. 
and you don't have the cartons to get rid of, whatever. <laughs> Here's the mess I'm imagining. Uh-huh. You know how difficult it can be sometimes to stick that straw into the Capri Sun and how sometimes they squeeze it and it goes everywhere? This is well, what I'm picturing. Uh, the lunch lady's problem, not mine. <laughs> All right. At least you see that. it that way. Dave, thanks. Yeah, uh, I'm not going to come out and say that we used to do that on purpose to <laughs> squirt, you know, juice at the kid halfway across the, yes. the, the the homeroom. But we did. We totally did. Sometimes you can't help it. It's kids have to they have to hold it. They don't know how to hold that thing without. And I was just going to say juice boxes, but the boxes are made out of the cardboard, too, so that doesn't help either. Yeah, you you do the same thing with them. Trust me, those are even better because you can aim better with them out of that little straw that's got the little bend in it. Oh, yeah, those things were great. Again, I like the enterprising. I, I like that we're getting creative about it, but um, we don't need more more problems and more messes, so... Just Hopefully a, they will figure it out. It's just occurring to me how awful we were when we were kids. Oh. Uh, I'm, I'm sure they still are. Especially in the lunchroom. Yeah. That was like, yeah, oh. everybody went nuts. We actually, uh, my freshman class at Tampa Jesuit when I was 13, we got gummy bears banned from the school completely. Like you couldn't even bring them in. You were You were totally precluded because somebody, and it was not me, figured out that if you took a gummy bear and wet it a little bit and then stuck it on the end of a straw, you could like through the end of the straw <laughs> and fight trying and, to figure out what it was. And it would stick to the ceiling in the in the lunchroom. So yeah, I, I mean it it started to look like multicolored hair after a while. There were several hundreds of them stuck to the roof. So they they banned gummy bears. I figured it was either going to be that or sticking it under the tables. Under like the gum. desk. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, that would have been much easier for them to clean off. This, uh, it was a cafetorium, so that that had to be like a 25 or 30-foot ceiling. It was it was pretty far up there. Who got that job of having to clean all that off? <laughs> I'm sure it was what, Mr. Menendez. What not well-paid janitor who already has to clean up after kids enough has to go up there with a ladder and something to scrape all that off with. Oh, yeah. And and that was another weird thing. My entire uh, time there uh, in Central Florida when I was in school, every janitor we had at any school, I started to think it was like a family business because they were all Mr. Menendez, and they all had this massive set of keys. <laughs> Gosh. Weird times. Yes. Yes, indeed. All right. Thanks, everybody, for all of your ideas here. Um, coming up, we'll switch gears. So the U.S. Consumer Product Safety Commission has a database, and I'm just going to put it the way they put it, of the foreign objects that people put into themselves. It's not all what you think. It's, <laughs> it's a variety of things. Some of it is. There is a reporter who went through that database and made a list that we'll get to coming up next here on KMBZ. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. 
Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. All right. In 2021, nearly 278,000 adults sought emergency room care for a foreign object lodged somewhere. It is the ninth leading cause of unintentional injuries that led to ER visits. (laughs) I got a thing stuck in me. The U.S. Consumer Product Safety Commission keeps a database of all of this. And there is a reporter who did a story that we saw on Fox News going through some of the highlights of this. Yeah, the first person they talked to was a doctor uh, who was an ENT And said that uh, they once treated a 10-year-old patient with a clogged nasal passage that was causing the child a lot of pain. Doctor said, it took me a a while to figure out he had stuck a battery up there. I'm hoping we're talking about like a watch battery. (laughs) One of those real small things. Oh, that's not what I assumed at all. I assumed it was like a triple A. Like a triple A. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, well, it could have been. I mean, kids are unbelievable with that kind of stuff. Um, But yeah, that, that was just the beginning of it. And I love the fact that the Consumer Product Safety Commission, not only did they put this database together, they made it searchable by orifice. Are you on the database? Uh, I'm, I'm looking at the the uh, just some of the things that they have separated out by that. Okay. Uh, we'll get to that here in a second. Okay. So here's your adult content warning. Again, more than half are sex toys. <laughs> of course. But the other half is not. And so they said, you know, yes, your brain goes to a particular place. But they said, again, this was this doctor. There is also the factor of people absent-mindedly poking themselves with objects. <laughs> Especially, like you do. And again, these are things that get stuck. We're not just talking, these are things that get lodged up in there that you can't remove yourself. Mm-hmm. Especially in the nose, ears, and mouth. Yeah, now, it, when it comes to the ears, um, what are the things that you would consider likely not not for you but i mean if somebody said i got something stuck in my ear what would you assume it would be anything you are going to use to either scratch like sometimes your inner ear itches yeah and so anything you're going to use to itch that scratch that itch or do you think you're going to get the wax out yourself so i'm thinking anything long that's got some kind of a point. Yeah, and, and a lot of that is. Uh, I especially assume that of the very first item on the list, a cuff link. 
because that's the only reason I think you got a cuffling stuck in your ear is you were in there trying to, you know, do a little mining and it just got stuck. Uh, wet tissues, a plastic sword, an insect, which that happened to me not long ago, a rock, a lollipop, a charger, a piece of an ice cream cone, a push pin, a pencil eraser, and a piece from the battleship game. Okay, you have an eardrum that is supposed to protect your inner ear yep. from from stuff getting into your head. How far are you pushing this in <laughs> that it gets stuck? Again, we're not just talking about people putting things in their ear. Yeah. We're talking about things getting lodged there. So either it's like that pencil eraser, that makes sense because you it's a little thing. You push it up in there and you can't get it out. Sure. But a lollipop? Ah, uh, yeah. Um, and, and a you know, a charger, that's another thing. Are we talking about a charging cable there? Because that sounds like another home earwax removal attempt. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. The ice cream cone, I have no idea. <laughs> Liquid items placed in the ear because, yes, people do that. Mm -hmm. And, again, same idea. Shoe glue <laughs> instead of eardrops. <laughs> yeah, Lighter fluid. Mistaken identity. Okay. Candle wax and hydrogen no. peroxide. Candle wax is the big thing because there's that thing called candling. You're candling. To be able to do. Which, yeah. which don't do that. A, it doesn't work, and B, it, it can cause more problems than it will ever fix. I, I want to read more of this list, and then if you, we have calls that are coming in, of, particularly with your kids that you've had to like seek medical attention on. All right, some of the foreign objects put into noses, and this is a lengthy list, so hang on. Gum wrappers, a used match, magnets, rice, candy hearts, yarn, jewels, gummy worms, orange peels, an LED light, flowers, cheese, popcorn kernels, and glue. I'm also going to step out on a limb and make an assumption about the gummy worms. That that was a kid trying to make the other kids laugh. Uh-huh. And stuck a gummy worm in his nose and was going, eh, look at me. And and they all started laughing. And then he started laughing and had to breathe and went, and in it went. <laughs> we'll get to some of the other objects here. They do <laughs> go through. They give the list of things of the obvious reasons. They also break it down by men and women. Yeah. If, if anybody cares. You can certainly search the database yourself. <laughs> Let's also. go. And so in the meantime, go to Ashley and Liberty. See if she's got a story for us. Hello, Ashley. Hi. Uh, Ex-boyfriend of mine had dirt track race cars, and we were at Sedalia at the racetrack. And this dude's six foot four, two fifty, manly man kind of dude, truck driver also. Uh, he uh, all of a sudden had a horrible pain in his ear brought him to his knees i mean to the point where he went to the emergency room he and i were together nine years i think it's the only time he went to the doctor other than his dot physical a grasshopper had flown into his ear oh, and wow. was scratching around we had to take him to the emergency room in the ambulance from the racetrack because he it was just completely unbearable he did not know what was going on i had never seen anything like it in my life yeah, when when I had that happen a couple of months ago, it was just like a, it was like a little fruit fly or a gnat or something. It wasn't anything big. I couldn't even imagine getting a grasshopper stuck in there. That must have been awful. Yeah, he was in tears about it, and like I said, he was a manly man, tough guy type person. It was just unreal to see somebody just brought to their knees by that. Nothing I had ever seen like that before. But yeah, he was 
it was bad, bad, bad. And the doctor said that it's a good thing that he had so much pain with it because if it wouldn't have, it could have done all kinds of damage to his hearing. Sure. Oh, yeah, it could have popped his eardrum easily. Yep. Um, yep. Now, one of these days, you're going to have to fill us in on the logistics of stuffing six foot four, two 250 pounds into a sprint car because I want to <laughs> see that happen. <laughs> Ashley, thank, thank you very much. Okay. For the, it must have been something Thanks, to watch. Ashley. Thanks for the story. Okay. I'm going to go through some of these other things that are on this list. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so we have the list of ingested foreign objects of anything. This is this is the part of this I don't understand. Okay. The nose, the ear, the other things. <laughs> Any hole but, you have, yes. But I don't understand the, inge- like, what's the, what are you accomplishing by ingesting? What's the objective there? Here's some of what people ingested. A steak knife. Mm-hmm. A small flashlight. Wow. A glue stick, pet <laughs> toys, coins, office supplies, although they're not specific. Yeah. Cigarettes, aluminum foil, hair clips, keys, and darts. Wow. Why so many sharp things? Yeah, no kidding. Uh, is that again just, I got something stuck in the back of my mouth and I need to get it out of there. Hand me a steak knife. You, you probably don't want to do that. Um, cigarettes are an interesting one too, because do you know how many cigarettes it takes if you actually ingest them to kill you? I assume not many. Three. Yeah. Because that's just such a high concentration of nicotine. One drop of pure nicotine will kill you. Uh, so yeah, that's, that's a really dangerous one. I hope they kept it down to one, but yeah, keys and darts and all of that other stuff. That, what are you thinking? Putting that anywhere near your mouth. How do I say this delicately? Um, Okay, so Grey's Anatomy has done this story a couple of times, okay? Okay. And so um, some of you will remember the the Judy Doll episode where a guy swallowed, I don't know what a Judy Doll, I don't know if it's real, but it's a Barbie doll, essentially. Okay, yeah. There was a guy on that show, again, fictional show, but it could have happened, who swallowed the heads of eight of those dolls. (laughs) Because he was a weirdo? Of, um, it wasn't the, uh, how do I say this and not, and be delicate about it. It wasn't that he wanted to feel them going in. Oh, okay. He was pre-gaming. I I see. Okay. Yeah. That's, uh, boy, that's all kinds of weird. Mm -hmm. There was another one of a guy who swallowed his girlfriend's keys so that she couldn't leave. Okay. Um, yeah, because with the darts and the, yeah, I mean, the, the sharp things, uh, I, I wonder if some of that anyway isn't the same thing as we were thinking about with the ears, where you're just picking your teeth with it, you know? And you swallow it like you... Yeah, you just you screw up, in and- yeah, and, and I mean, stranger things have happened, but yeah, don't... I, I actually went out onto, onto the interwebs and bought one of those home kits that has the same iron hook that your dentist uses, and okay. even that thing, I mean, that's a good, I don't know, six inches long, something like that, so I just figured, okay, even if I screw up on my worst day, I'm not going to accidentally ingest this thing. The other list <laughs> has things that I have so many questions about, uh-huh. but I'm not sure um, this is this is safe for... I, I just have so many questions about some of the things on this list. Should we just read the list and see if people guess where you they stuck them? <laughs> I'm going to let you... I, I'm going to let you take this one because uh, we've got... Yeah. The, the man list and the woman list. Um, and then the other list... 
Which could apply to either one. Yes. So on the man list, we have, uh, well, the aforementioned sex toys, beads, paper clips, coins, a car key, a pencil, a nail. Hold oh, on a minute. I'm going to need nail. a minute. I need somebody to talk. I, I need further information about that. Yahoo. Uh, yeah, I, I don't. I don't ever want to think about that ever again, actually. A ceiling fan chain. A cell phone. Boy, that had that takes some dedication. Okay, because those ceiling fan chains, if you're going in like little metal bead after little metal, you're there for a while, man. In for a penny, in for a pound. A cell phone charger and a wooden spoon. The cell phone charger shows up a lot. Yep. We had a kid. We did a story about a kid that swallowed one one time. Oh, no, we? it went in that way. It went in the other Because it got way. stuck in his bladder. I, I remember seeing the x-ray of it when we were talking about it, and it was. It was a full cell phone charging cable that he inserted. Are, you're on the Fox News story? Yep. Okay, so if you go below the picture, mm-hmm. there, there's the women list and the male list. Okay. Which I assume is parallel. Yeah. And then there's the other list. Then there's the uh, the, the rear section. Correct. Uh, that includes toys again. Spoons, magnets, bottles, crayons, wrenches, action figures. <laughs> I'm never touching that Luke Skywalker again. A vegetable peeler, candles, a fishing pole, and an ice cream cone. I vegetable think, peeler? Whether it had ice cream in it when it went in, we, we don't know. But... Uh, yeah, vegetable peeler, that seems incredibly dangerous. I I, I just, um, <laughs> I, okay. Yeah. Okay. I, 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 have, I have absolutely nothing to add. I mean, it's just the list exists because everybody's a weirdo. Um, and if we want to be serious for half a second... Which is difficult given this story. Sex toys are the thing that would make sense for a yeah, lot of this, right? Sure. Why all the other stuff? <laughs> when you could just go out and use a sex toy. Well, yeah, but I, it's like, I, I don't know. Is it the shame in purchasing the stuff? Maybe. Is Ma- it that? That might be some of it. Um, uh, okay. I am... And see, now it's my turn to figure out how I can possibly enter this into the conversation uh-huh. in any kind of a genteel fashion. Um, there was a guy in the early 20th century named Albert Fish. Albert Fish was, among other things, a cannibal, uh, a, a killer, wow. a, a just an awful, awful human being. He's also very old when they caught him. He was in his 70s. And he was given the electric chair for the murder of a young girl named Grace Budd um, that that was one of his victims that he did absolutely some of the most mindlessly awful things you could possibly come up with. So they tried to put him to death in New York's electric chair. They had a problem. And they figured out what it was after they, I mean, they had to juice him a bunch of different times to to kill him. And when they finally got his body out, they x-rayed him to try to figure out what was going on and found 27 needles that he had inserted into himself. 27 of them, including sewing needles. Because he was a masochist, in, in, in addition to being a sadist. So why would you do that? Don't know, but all I can tell you is it pretty much screwed up the electric chair. And him. And him. Oh, yeah. Were they eventually successful? Oh, yeah. They did kill him. 
Okay. But it took a while. Um, and, and yes, by the way, that x-ray is in the book, in case you were wondering. Forgive me for not having this knowledge. Why would having so many needles there... I don't know, because they're conductive, up. I guess. Okay. Is I, it just something about the metal inside versus the electricity that made it not work? That's what I would assume. Yeah, they, they didn't go into great detail about exactly what it did, uh, but they did say that because of that, because of the amount of metal that was in his body, uh, it, it screwed things up to the point where they had to jolt him several times. Wow. We can leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably not a bad place to wrap the conversation on this. Yeah. Uh, the book, by the way, is called, what is it? Um, Demented. Yes. So if you're looking for it, you can read all about Alfish on your own. Okay. We'll take a break here. Uh, coming up, we have a cultural reference from a sports reporter that people didn't get. Uh, we'll get to this coming up here on KMBZ. All right. This next story takes us back to the football game yesterday uh and a reporter who made a cultural reference that a lot of people didn't get that's right and when it comes to dated references since i am the king uh yeah here we go jeff darlington is a reporter for espn and apparently he was in germany or at least he was watching the game in germany um and it was trying to convince people because i mean it, it 21 to nothing it was pretty clear that things were not going miami's way mm-hmm. but he was trying to convince people hey you know there's there's still reason to stick around and watch the end of the game. So uh, he put out a tweet, don't you know? And in the tweet, uh, he he happened to pull out a line from, uh, from uh, Animal House. So the tweet read, a mere history lesson here in Germany should provide itself or should provide the Dolphins all the hope they need in the second half. After all, was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? And immediately, <laughs> see, this is the problem with making dated references. Immediately, hundreds of people started posting, you idiot, that wasn't the Germans, it was the Japanese. Because apparently they hadn't seen Animal House and were not familiar with Bluto. What? Over? Did you say over? Nothing is over until we decide it is. Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Yeah. See, that's where it came from. And uh, that movie is 50 years old. So if you're not 50 years old, you might not have seen it. I will be honest. I am not 50 years old and I've never seen it. <laughs> if you've never seen Animal oh, you got to see Animal no. House. Such a great no. movie. Um, But it is the problem with making jokes on Twitter when there's no way to communicate tone. Yes. You know, and and this is where like he had we're having this conversation a lot lately, but he he had to have had the sense for half a second to also realize that some of your audience may be in Germany and for sure wouldn't have seen it. (laughs) I didn't even think about that. Yeah, that that would be a bit of an issue uh, because, I mean, this was their moment to shine, right? This was the first regular season NFL game ever played in Germany. So, uh, yeah, when you make a reference like that, especially when you're talking about the Germans and bombing and World War II, might be a couple of cultural references that they don't really want to relive. I'm just looking at the responses to this. <laughs> and P- so did he eventually respond? I mean, did he eventually? 
Oh, it, say. Well, yeah, he was he was going through and um and, and you know just in telling people no 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 it was a it was a reference to Animal House but you know how things like this get I mean once it gets to the point where a thousand people a minute are responding to you and calling you an idiot uh, <laughs> then yeah I mean, there's only so much you can come up with so. I mean, I just I wonder what was going through the heads of the people that were correcting him. You know, not only well, did Twitter they not loves that. Right. Not only did they not get it, but I mean, one guy said, so, Jeff, history lesson. It wasn't the Germans bombing Pearl Harbor. As I mean, did they really think that he thought that was true? But if you haven't seen the movie and don't know the line. Yeah, I guess you don't know what he's you don't know what he's doing there. Um, Right now, the text line is nothing but people quoting Animal House. So, yeah, keep those rolling in. But the other thing about that is like that that clip is something I see at hockey games all the time on the Jumbotron. So even if you haven't seen the movie, you might have seen that clip of it just because it's so weirdly funny. The way to do it would have been include the clip with the tweet. Yes. Then you then you solve all your problems. So that way, at least people know what you're talking about. Good call. So you can see that online if you want. All right, we'll take a break here. Coming up, we go to New Jersey for this next story. You have a girl who is the victim of fake child porn. We'll talk about that coming up here on KMBZ. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.